Good morning, everybody. I'm Lee Cattell, hosting Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV FM and AM, streaming at WDEVradio.com. Got a good show lined up for you today. Uh, coming up Ashley Wood, Harwood School Board member from Warren. She's heading up the school bond committee. In the next hour, Bob Nay will discuss some national issues. Seven Days reporter Colin Flanders will talk about the shooting of the three Palestinian men in Burlington. And then at 10.30, Wade Pearson will join us to tell us what's coming up this season at Northeast Slopes. That should be, uh, well, it's always a wild season there at the Rope Toe in East Corinth, and we'll get the latest there. My first guest this morning is Lisa Scalotti from the Waterbury Roundabout to talk about this bond that is coming up for the Harwood Union Unified School District. Good morning. Oh, boy. Um, you know, it's it's been three years already. You blink and, and you get there. Um, it's been an interesting ride so far. Um, I'm impressed that we're still here, um, that we're still doing what we're doing. Um, it's been um, really neat to see the community support that we've had so far. Um, we're kind of just going into the fall now and into the, the holiday giving season that we're hoping that we get more community support. But it's, it's really cool to see how many readers um, we have on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. The people um, are using our website. They're, they're relying on it for information and news. And, um, you know, I get lots of my inboxes overflowing with people saying, can you cover this? Can you cover that? So they're treating us like a real newspaper, which is great. Um, so it's, it's been really, it's really neat to sort of settle in, I think. Um, we're still have, we still have a, a long way to go to make it sustainable. So that's kind of half of, well, maybe a third of my job because half, more than half of my job is covering the news. Um, we're still working with UVM interns, um, which we've had a, a few really good stories lately from them. And are they providing some talented help for you? They are. They are. Although it's it's a, it's not the same as having staff. You know, I'd love to be able to get to the point where I can hire a helper, um, a professional um, helper who can, you know, expand our coverage and be able to rely on. Um, students are great because it's a great learning opportunity for them to be able to cover real news in a community. Um, but, you know, they have other classes. They have other commitments. So it's they're not as, as quick as having, you know, your own staff reporter that you could turn to and say, go do this right now. Well, here in the Radio Vermont newsroom, we uh, peek in at Waterbury Roundabout on a regular basis to uh, find out more about what's going on in uh, Waterbury. So we appreciate that. And you certainly have put a big effort toward Keeping an eye on the Harwood renovation project. Now we've we've stuck ninety two point two million dollars is the size of the bond, and that's kind of an eye dropping figure. But tell us a little bit about um, what this bond. This bond is not all for ninety two million dollars of new school. Some of it is for maintaining the present school is that right oh correct and and, and first of all it's, it's not a 92 million dollar bond yet this is a year away um, they're looking at, at a vote next November in the general election, so there's a long time to sort of plan for this. They're at the beginning of this process to figure out how much they're going to put out there. And what's what's been presented right now is $92 million worth of work um, that needs to be done and could be done. Um, and they've, they've broken it down into a few different categories, and they would like the community to weigh in to sort of figure out what exactly – 
is going to be included in that list for when the time comes that there is a vote. Okay, well, that's rather unusual for the school district to be reaching out to the community to say, what do you want in our school? Is that how they're proceeding? Pretty much, and and I think that's it's catching some people by surprise. Um, you know, we had a vote two years ago, two Novembers ago, November 2021, there was a vote, and the bond that was put to the people at that point was just shy of $60 million. Um, it was to renovate Harwood Union High School, um, middle school, School and high school, which was built in 1965 and 66. Um, Harwood opened on my first birthday. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping I'm in better shape than Harwood building is. <laughs> um, but the um, it, it also included, that was $59.5 million, but it included $6 million to expand Crossbrook Middle School with this attempt to merge the middle schools, and that really muddied the waters. Um, I think a lot of people were not on board with that. That bond went down more than two to one. Um, and so, you know, they, they've since have gone through a transition with new leadership on the board. There's a new superintendent, and now they've dusted off the plans and they've come back because the nuts and bolts of what was in that bond, which was about $53 million, is still work that needs to be done at Harwood. Okay, so when you talk about the nuts and bolts of the bond, you're talking about that is basically um, – like physical plant and uh, and basic functional operations for the school. Beyond that, what are people going to get with this bond? Right. So this this the first chunk of like the necessities, what they're calling the repairs and compliance list. It's sixty four million dollars worth of really not sexy stuff, um, but it's the the sorts of repairs and renovations that you need to do. Imagine living in a house for fifty eight years and never really replacing anything. You know, it's stuff like the the roof and electrical and plumbing and um, heating and cooling systems. Um, Doors and security, uh, replacing flooring. There's a lot of original materials in this building and that have kind of outlived. They've, they've reached the end of their lifespans, you know. Um, so that's kind of the, the stuff that they have to, you know, update to be in compliance with codes and to be efficient, that sort of thing. Um, on top of that, there's another $4 million of improvements that they're talking about that could improve things like efficiency on the, the campus itself with energy efficiency. They have an entire alternative um, learning program that's in a separate building across the street from Harwood on Dowsville Road. It's in a separate building, and those kids are in the same school building for much of the day. Um, they'd love to be able to pull that program into the main building and potentially use that building across the street for the, the central offices and stop paying rent in Waitsfield for their central offices. Okay. So there's some sort of efficiency things like that that are on the list. And then there's another category of what they're talking about called educational alignment, which the uh, principals in the presentation that they're doing now in the series of meetings that are happening, the principals talk about this in terms of how education has changed in the 50 years since this building was built, where students don't sit in desks in rows anymore like we did when we were in school, possibly, hmm. um, and how the space isn't configured in a way that's conducive to learning um, and teaching in 2023 and beyond. Um, so there's some things on that on that list, like a STEM center to sort of collect the science-type classes in, into one place and other sorts of um, flexible spaces for students to be able to work in groups and that sort of thing. So that's a little bit more... Um, you know, educational, uh, modern practices being reflected in the physical plant and the space that the kids are in every day. Lisa Scalotti is with us on the Waterbury Roundabout and uh, talking about the upcoming Harwood uh, Bond project uh, that 
people are going to be voting. Is this uh, coming up to a vote, or what's the deal with this bond right now? Well, it's a long process. You know, right now they're going through these meetings of public input. There's seven meetings. They've had two, five more to go that go into mid-January. By the spring, they're hoping to be able to um, come up with what the proposal is going to be, um, and then by fall, they'll finalize the question to go to the voters so that it could be on the on the ballot next November um, when we're voting for everything else, uh, the governor, the legislature, the president. Um, so it's, it's, it'll be that time next year when people are going to vote. And they're picking that time so that they're going to have an election where they figure they're going to have the most participation from the community to have a say so that they really will know, um, you know, get a, get a good cross-section of the community to vote. Um, yeah. Now, uh, before we went to break, Lisa, you spoke about the meat and potatoes of this bond, which a big portion of it, which is for for expenses that would already be going to a school, no matter what school it was. And but there's also some candy to this program, if you will, which is the things that Harwood doesn't yet have, but might want with this renovation. So. What's on the table for the citizens of this community to decide they might want to add to the school district? Exactly. Um, you're right. So the, the, the meat and potatoes price tag is about $64 million worth of work, which is, you know, the, the essential stuff that they tried to do back in 2021. And it's still on the list. It hasn't gone away. Um, interestingly, they have put into that list now on the needs list. They've got needs and wants, just like you would if you were remodeling your house. Um, and one of the things that they've put on the, the needs list is to redo the, the track. I don't know if you're familiar with the running track over at Harwood. It's across the street, across Route 100 from the school. I usually only participated on the baseball field, and it was years ago, probably in a completely different location by now. Right, right. Well, the, the running track is across the street, and it's it's not in any condition right now that's up to any sort of modern standards. In fact, Harwood cannot host track meets at their school okay. because of it, the fact that it's a dirt track. Um, and so that's gone from a should we do this to we need to do this. Um, however, there is a list of options that they're talking about, and one of the things on the options list is to spruce up that facility and potentially add a little building over there that would have room for a concession stand and restrooms um, and and potentially um, redo the field that's in the center of the track. So that could be a playing field. So they're kind of trying to split this out, right, where the running track itself needs to be fixed in mm-hmm. order for it to be used properly. be nice if we could host track meets at our own school and not always be on the road for track meets. Um, and that's a $4.5 million part of the options that are available. Uh, so that's one of the bigger items on the table in terms of uh, the additional options. What's the biggest? The biggest one on the list, um, which, which also was on the, the bond list back in 2021, is a potential second gymnasium. Um, that price tag right now has, has grown to $11 million. Um, Harwood has a one full-size gym. If you remember last year, they had an accident that flooded the gym. We remember. Yeah. Um, and so the basketball teams last winter spent most their, their entire season until on playoffs the road, on the yeah. road. Yeah. So those kids spent a lot of times on buses. Um, Green Mountain uh, Valley School ended up helping them out with their, their gym for practices and stuff in Crossbrook. But um, right now, they're looking at a potential second gym as a way to really 
um, expand the way they manage their physical ed classes during the day, during the school day, day in and day out. Um, how they are able to be able to accommodate sports teams for practices. Um, and you think of, you know, some of the teams in the spring are practicing indoors before they go outside, before the sure. weather's good for that. Same thing in the fall before the, the winter season kicks in. Um, they've got students on teams um, that are practicing at night up until like about 9 o'clock at night. Um, and, and just scheduling these things is, is a real challenge. Um, and so this would be a way to be more flexible with their spaces, um, both for practices, for games, and for the community to be able to use it. So it's, it's definitely one of the things that people gravitate to. Some people who are, are sort of tuned into this see a, a lot of value there. Some people are also very skeptical of this piece. So I think this is going to be one of the things that we're going to hear at the meetings that are coming up for people to really kick around and, and, and debate this. Right. Well, this is the biggest ticket debatable item as part of this bond, the $11 million uh, second gymnasium. Would uh, Now, have they envisioned this as being as part of the, the big building at Harvard Union High School or an additional building added on? Yes, they would actually add it. Uh, it would be connected to the existing building. Um, and it would require, I think the way the site plan is, is looking right now is that they would have to reconfigure a little bit of the the uh, the traffic, like the driveway lanes and stuff, but it would be built onto the building adjacent to where the existing gym is right now. Now, Howard was built in that uh, time of the the era when there were a lot of uh, materials used with PFAS chemicals in them. This is all part of the, well, Burlington High School had their PFAS readings and they they basically used that to justify creating an entirely new school what is has Howard had any tests on PFAS in their school? What do we know about them, and is that having any effect on this bond proposal? That's a really good question, and and this is this is PCBs. This is the polychlorinated biphenyls that they found that used to be used and are now banned in building materials like caulking and flooring and um, sealants and things like that. And the Harwood building is definitely the same age um, and era as that the Burlington High School building where they had that contamination detected that then led to them, you know having to use the Macy's building, et cetera, and now they're building a new school. Um, Harwood has not had um, the high school building tested yet. However, um, our new superintendent, um, Mike Lickletter, has asked the state um, just this, just recently to move Harwood up in the testing schedule because the state right now has a program to test all of the schools across Vermont in that era when these materials were used to find out what the, what the status is of contamination in these buildings. Um, so we didn't have that information before the 2021 vote. And I think that was an issue that weighed in a lot of people's decision making back then. Um, right now, Harwood is supposed to get tested in the spring of 2024. So the results of that will be known for them to factor in to this whole conversation about what are we spending money on, what needs to be fixed, because depending, they're, they're pretty much expecting to find some PCB contamination in some materials. The question is where, to what extent, um, how they would um, isolate them, remove them, um, and, and you know, be able to deal with that and what the cost of that would be. Removing them and disposing of them can be expensive. Um, and so that's kind of a wild card now for them to, to figure out and then factor into the, the, the process. But the timing should be such that we would know that before they decide exactly how much this bond would be, et cetera. We're talking with Lisa Scalotti of the Waterbury Roundabout. If you'd like to jump in the conversation, 802-244-1777. Or toll-free, 877-291-8255. I see other items on the wish list include 
EV charging stations. Yeah, it's a sign of the times, right? Uh, there's more more people that are shifting over to uh, electric cars. Um, that's one of the things, one of the, the elements of this project, which isn't on the, the want list but on the need list, is work on the parking lot. The parking lot is pretty pretty worn out. Um, it also needs a new sub-base. It needs drainage work done. So they've been very reluctant to start working on this parking lot to just repave it until they can go and actually fix it. There's stormwater work that needs to be done to be in compliance, et cetera, et cetera. So the parking lot itself is a big part of the exterior work that would be included in this. And as they are looking to upgrade the parking lot, um, one of the things that they might do is to add EV charging stations. I think right now, boy, I might be wrong. There's at least one. There might be there might be two. I think it may be only one EV charging station there right now. Okay. So, and uh, again, this bond is not finalized. So they're getting, they're looking for input from all sorts of people. Now, basically, you, you want to jump on this now so you can put your input on what you want in, what you don't want in. And there are plenty of opportunities coming up for people to have their voice heard. Exactly. It's definitely at the beginning of this process, you know, and so it, this is unusual. People aren't used to being asked their opinion on these things, right? Um, and so they've had seven meetings um, on this schedule. They've had two so far. There's five more coming up in December. The next one is on Tuesday, December 5th, just next week, um, and that one is going to be over in Warren. Tuesday at Warren at the Warren Elementary School? Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. Then there's another one on Thursday, December 14th. Okay, we won't get too far down the road with it, but Tuesday, December 5th, Warren Elementary School. Correct. And what time is that? That starts at 6 o'clock. And then there are several other events coming up in the weeks to come. There's four more after that, um, and hopefully Mad River TV is going to do some recording of these um, so that people will be able to potentially watch afterwards to hear the presentation. Um, And one of the things that they also did, they sent a a flyer out to everybody in the district. All the registered voters got a, a flyer in the mail. Um, on that and also in the story that I did that's on the Waterbury Roundabout, there's a link to a survey where they're asking people to weigh in. Um, it's helpful to hear the presentation before you you weigh in, but you don't have to, I suppose. That's right there. WaterburyRoundabout.org. And you can fill out the survey there and give them feedback, or you can attend the events, including this Tuesday at the Warren Elementary School for the Harwood Union Unified School District Bond Proposal. What should be in it? What should be left out? They want to hear from you. Plenty of opportunity to make your voices heard in the weeks to come. Lisa, we'll be checking out the, I was going to say the pages, but it's all one page, waterburyroundabout.org. And uh, thank you so much for giving us some time today. Thanks a lot for having me, Lee. Coming up next, we're going to chat with... um, Ashley Wood, a Harwood School Board member from Warren, heading up the School Bond Committee as Vermont Viewpoint continues on WDEV FM and AM. Welcome back. Vermont Viewpoint, WDEV. Lee Cattell in the hot seat this morning. I asked Lisa Scalotti of the Waterbury Roundabout to hang out with me for the next half hour as we welcome in Ashley Woods, a Harwood School Board member from Warren who is heading up the school bond committee. We're talking about that $92.2 million bond for Harwood renovations, and Ashley is heading up that committee. Ashley, uh, good morning. Welcome to Vermont Viewpoint. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, we're glad to have you. Kind of an interesting time to be dealing with this bond vote coming out. And at the same time, just yesterday, uh, the tax 
folks in the state of Vermont are predicting a, a rate of the property tax to rise somewhere above 18% on average across the state. When news like that comes out, it must be uh, rather difficult to get a lot of momentum behind a bond vote, getting people to spend additional money on top of that. Well, that definitely is a challenge. We've been sort of waiting for that number to come out. And, um, yeah, it's uh, that is going to add weight to the uh, to this um, process for sure. Now, it's uh, $92 million. Tell me about what is constructed in this bond. Not all of that is for additional or new elements to the Harwood Unified School District. Some of it is already for maintaining your existing infrastructure. Yeah, you know, I thought Lisa did a great, um, she did a great job explaining uh, some of that. Yeah, um, you know, the first piece of the bond is really $64 million for compliance and repairs and updates that are, in lots of cases, long overdue. Um, and so that part is the very unglamorous piece. Yeah, but uh, Ashley, before we before we get into everything else, let's talk about that piece for a moment. So these long overdue pieces, about $64 million worth, what of those long overdue projects will get done if this bond is passed? Uh, well, the roof, uh, comp- uh, replacing our electrical system, uh, plumbing. There's a lot of in-the-ground plumbing, like in the, in the under part of hardwood like in the cement there's old plumbing that needs to be piping that needs to be replaced uh our hazmat situation with pcbs and potentially if we were to come across asbestos problems that would be included um, we want to improve the accessibility for handicapped people which would include renovating all the bathrooms from 1965 um, because they're not handicap accessible the doors are very difficult you definitely could not get yourself in there in a wheelchair um, the science labs uh, help me out means- Ashley if if there is a handicapped person at Harwood Union High School right now what do they do they go to like a specific bathrooms, bathrooms by the um, by the uh, cafeteria. Okay, so there's but one bathroom, but use. not all of them in the school. Right, and you know Harwood's big; it's expansive. It, you know, if you're if you could have to travel quite a distance right now. That that you know there are accessible bathrooms, but that is just one update that is part of accessibility is making those and, and, and basically improving the bathrooms, ventilation, all of that. Uh, Lisa mentioned the parking lot. That is a, that's a big one. You know, the parking lots needed work for a long time. It needs a substructure to support the stormwater management because there's a lot of new laws in Vermont about compliance with stormwater regulating. So that would be a piece of it. Um, there's the fire pond that is the um, reserve, the water to put out a fire at Harwood. That pond needs work. The uh, there's lighting that needs. I mean, there's we're replaced talking about replacing um, all the fluorescents with LEDs or other lighting that is approved because they're we're phasing out um, fluorescence in the state. Um, the doors. And entrance systems, we we need a secure entrance at the front of Harwood, where we currently have, you know, you can you get buzzed in if you're if you come there in the day, but it would create a, a safer entryway, like that's more modern. 
There's also fire alarm systems, emergency management, signage, um, improvements to our cooler and freezer in the in freezers in the um, cafeteria in the kitchen. There, as Lisa mentioned, there's updating the track um, from a dirt track, which is not now something that other schools will come and use. I, I'm not I'm not quite sure if it's not a legal track anymore with that or something, but it's really just no one wants to run on that. Mm. Um, we need to replace all the entrance systems. That's all the doors. The HVAC is a big system. As um, Ray keeps mentioning, Ray Daigle, our our um, facilities manager, um, because of COVID, they've upped, they've made it more. It's more complicated. You have to. We have to replace all the ductwork in the whole of the school, rather than just replacing the the big system, the the machinery. So that's that's most of it. Um, but across and the science labs is the part I didn't mention there. But the science labs are very outdated, and science sciences have gone uh, in many different directions now. And and we have an opportunity to create a STEM labs where we currently have regular science labs from the 60s. We have to tear the roof, you know, we have to tear apart the roof to do the ducting to do all the work. It makes sense to go all the way with those science labs, get more light in there. You know, one of the efficiency and improvements is to get these clear stories put on different parts of the school, which is, if you know Harwood, you know that in the middle school, when you walk into the big open space in the middle school, there's a lot of light. And that's because there's like a extra story, like a half story that's all windows and glass. And we want to do that in the science area as well. So then that's just part of it. So Um, go ahead, Ashley, keep going. Well, that's, you know, those are items on the efficiency list. I mean, on the compliance and repairs list. I mean, we have that in a total of $64 million because, I mean, that's, those are the facts on that. Unfortunately, the bond, when the bond didn't pass back in 21, all this was on there then, you know, and, and then expenses have been added. We have, taken away the um the addition on cross it which which you know would have been a lot more than six million now if we wanted to do that but but that it it, so to me the bond was the original bond was 20 60 million dollars 59.7 million i think this bond the compliance and repairs piece is 64 million i i I guess you know one of the things that i would like to in part I, I, to, so that people start to get their head around it. And I know Lisa is going to come up against it too, because when we, people have sticker shock, you know, you saw that 94 million, right? People just throw up their hands and say, we can't do that. That's crazy. Well, we're not trying to sell the district on a $94 million bond or 92.2 million. We're not, we are, um, the board, uh, the committee and the board feel that we want the communities, all the communities, to buy, to have buy-in. And to get that, we want them to tell us what they want. We want to make sure that if that we build the bond around supportable ideas. And when people see $92.9 million, they think uh, that we're trying to sell that. And the reality is we're not. None of us are salesmen. We are all p- 
basically civil servants like working through this working through this thing and um and I just I fear that people will see those big numbers and just throw up their hands and scream no 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 and the reality is we ha- we really have to do 63 million dollars worth of this work we have to do it the options if you look down the options list the 11 million dollar gym it's funny because at the first two meetings that people expressed more interest in that than I thought they would because mm. it's so expensive but if you look at the options list and you can see it in the survey, you know, these are not like the whole $64 million section is not sexy. The options lists are, you know, they're not that sexy either. You know, we're taught one of the list, one in that list is to replace the failing 1997 windows. That's 2.2 million to replace those window systems. That's the front where we have all the offices, those windows are failing. And unfortunately, they're only 26 years old, but they were of lesser quality. So, you know, that's just, an, we're, that's on the options list. So when I hear people throw up their hands and, and, and say, oh, my God, it's too expensive, I would, I would ask them to dig in to the list. Well, and look I, at it because it's not glamorous. Well, in from a lot of ways. from a distance, Ashley, uh, when I see two point two million dollars for windows, I think that's an awful lot of money for glass. I mean, how much glass is there in Harwood? Does the in, the entire glass system in the school need to be replaced? Is that what we're hearing? Well, you know, interestingly, the um, in the sixty in the in the compi- in bucket one compliance. Um, most uh, all the six, 1965 windows get replaced. That's already happening in the big in the big piece. In the options list is where we would. That's the fourth bucket. Those are the things that we're saying that we don't actually have to have, but it is they are failing. So it is a heat loss. It's cold in those rooms. That that's 2.2 million for the 97 windows. There's a there. If you look, we have a PowerPoint which I can easily forward to you. And it shows a diagram of the school that gives you the what's from 65 and what was put on in 97, 98 when the addition was, additions were done. And it's those windows that are, they are also failing like the 65 ones, but they're just a lot newer and unfortunately poorer quality. So all, it's not the whole school to answer your question. It's just the additions from 25 years ago that we're putting in the options list. The rest is happening anyway. Um, in the compliance and repairs department, you mentioned some of the science labs, and uh, they're, they're reportedly there's no windows in there, which is kind of like the Radio Vermont studios in a lot of way. We, we have no <laughs> exterior windows in our studio, uh, but uh, it's very dark in those rooms, and uh, if, you're, if you're conducting science, it probably helps to see. Yeah, I think that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, that clear story idea, you know, that those are, you know, um, they fall into what we put. We put them in the um, uh, sorry, I'm looking at my list here. They are in options, basically. The clear stories are, you know, bringing light into the school to me should not be something that we are is an option we should be looking to do that and you're right the internal sections of harwood are big there is a lot of harwood that's inside with no windows and if you went there like i did and like a lot of people did 
um, you know that there's one window in each classroom, one, just one. So if, and, and, and that's if it's on the outside. So, you know, those pieces seem, you know, they're not glamorous. If we put a clear story in above the science labs, it's going to completely change the feel of it. In the 21 bond, they were looking to rearrange that, and it would have been way more expensive. They wanted to bring in light on the ground floor from X by moving the hallway to the middle and pushing the labs out. Well, that was a total reconstruction. We've backed off from that. We're trying to um, improve those science labs, update them to be STEM labs. I think the idea is to lose one to make some of them bigger or something like that. I don't quote me on that. But there, but the improvements are what the kids are going to be able to do in there, you know, and, you know, light is just a basic part of that. Ashley Woods is with us. She is with the school bond committee, the Harwood School Board member heading up the school bond, $92.2 million for Harwood renovations on the plate. And uh, Lisa Scalotti of Waterbury Roundabout is with me, and you've got a question for Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Good morning. Good morning. Um, well, I'm listening to your um, explanation, and it's it's been really good to sort of walk through a lot of these details of the, the must-dos on this list. Um, and one thing that's coming to mind is the fact that I'm sort of imagining all these things because I'm familiar with the building. And I'm realizing, correct me if I'm wrong, and this is a question that some listeners might have, um, none of this work that is being proposed is really expanding the footprint of Harwood um, school itself, other than the potential addition of the the new gym, correct? Like all of this work is is to the existing building as it is, and so in the Absolutely. end, it will be the same size. Yeah, there are no, there's no addition planned. The only potential things on this whole plan that would be additional would be we need to. Um, one of the laws that's changed is you know, back in the day when Harwood was built, and we had automotive classes. Um, they had, you know, a, a garage space basically inside of Harwood on the ground floor. If you went there, you know, it's around the back. It's it's kind of it's now by the south entrance, which is the big glass staircase thing, which is being replaced. That is part of compliance. We have to replace. But the garage space can't be within Harwood. That's right. Okay, so, I remember that now. So, yeah, so the only um, additional things we're talking about building um, in the in compliance and repairs is a garage space, probably very low profile, um, to house Harwood's tractors and um, other p- vehicles like the golf carts and the what all the, the, the machinery that they have. So there might be that. And the other thing you mentioned was, were we to broaden what we do over in the track? And here's a piece of clarity also. Um, the track is going to get fixed in compliance and repairs. That $1.2 million is that is what it costs to resurface the track and just put a fence around it. We have to do that. So it's put into the compliance bucket. Right, right. The, the idea, yeah, the idea for the for the expansion that you mentioned over at the track, you know, um, I don't want to sound nostalgic, but Harwood used to be a track school and had a had a vibe of for track back in the back in the day, and and the idea of making it so that kids don't have to run across the street to use the bathroom across Route 100. I mean, we have portalettes over there, but it's kooky when there's a when there used to be a track meet. This would allow 
uh, a building with dressing rooms, bathrooms, and concession, yes. It would also allow us to have the other components of track and field, like, you know, the long jump and the over the, the high jump, all that kind of stuff, and a parking lot and generally update the whole area. This is a point I want to make. That says 4.7 or 4.2 in the in the possibilities. The reality is we can pick apart that. We cannot do that whole project. We put it in as it was written, as it was designed for the 21 bond. And the reason we did that was so that people could see the options, not because we want to force people into spending $4 million improving the track, but because we want to say, look, we could have a building so that our track kids could stay over there. We could have the other sports so that other people would come over and have track meets here. We could put a field in the middle. Field hockey plays on the field in the middle, and it's soaking wet. And the girls run around and um, splashing up water until, you know, we try out in, you know, in the season. It's, it, it isn't a done deal at four point whatever million if we were to choose to do some cool stuff at the track. It is literally a jumping in spot. So my, if I get to make one more point in my last four minutes on the radio this morning, it's that I hope that the communities will understand that we are not a committee of people trying to force a $92.2 million bond. We're not. We're all members of the community. We all are taxpayers and homeowners and parents and all of that. So we are all in the same boat. We want to do it efficiently. What we don't want is to have another failed bond and kick the can down the road for our children and for our kids and all the kids coming up in the years to come. I mean, we've got to do this work. And, um, you know, to um, I just want people to know, get involved. We're going to, um, you were right, Lisa, we will have Mad River TV is going to video the next five meetings. No, four meetings. I, they can't, there might be one they can't do, but so there'll be ones on, on, um, on uh, YouTube for people or Mad River TV for people to watch. Um, our committee met um, met yesterday and we decided that we were going to potentially add a seventh meeting that will be Zoom only for those who haven't been able to make it to a meeting. Um, the survey uh, that people got, there's a QR code in the pamphlet that we mailed out. Um, if you would fill it, we've had 82 people fill out the survey so far and give input, and there's every single thing is broken out in there. You can go on there and give your opinion, and we want that. What we don't want is people to just blindly assume that we're trying to sell a bond. We're not. We're a committee of bond makers. That's all. And we're, you know, we all have our own opinions about what's in and what's out, and those don't matter as much as the community's opinions. So I, I hope that people get that. Ashley Woods is a Harwood School Board member from Warren. She's heading up the school bond committee. And, Ashley, you will be in Warren at the meeting coming up at the elementary school next week, right? Correct. I will be at all the meetings. Um, next week we won't have um, representation from our architectural firm because they are spread very thin at the moment. So we're going to not get them. at. This will be their first, probably their only meeting that they won't be present but we've been working with them, and we can. I'm hope. I'm very hopeful that we can answer all the questions that come up. Give me the where and when on that meeting in Warren next week. 
That is going to be at the Warren School on Tuesday the 5th at 6, at 6 to 8 p.m. We're going to do it in the cafeteria, um, which is because I think it makes for better conversation. Um, the beauty of these last two meetings has been that it's really settled into a conversation where people are really talking and asking questions and saying opinions very openly, and that's what we need. So. Huh. Um, if you're free, if you live near Warren, if you're if it's a meeting you think you can make, please join us. It's going to be great. And um, and then we'll be at CrossFit. Um, Ashley, we'll get to the other meetings that are coming up down sure. the road, but we've got Tuesday yep. night covered. Thank you very much. We've got to go. We're up toward the top of the hour. Thanks for joining us, Ashley.